their offense is unbelievable. I, I really just don't see any team stopping it. I really don't. All right, everyone, welcome to the Name That Podcast podcast. Still don't have a name. Here with Dom Fierro and Brian Cantino filling in for Chris Morris, who just had surgery for lockjaw. So uh, we're wishing him the best. Oh, God. And uh, let's get into our picks for the week. Let's do it. So leading it off, Matt Ryan, once again. This week he's facing the Cincinnati Bengals. With a price tag of $6,100 on DraftKings. Huge week last week. Expect another huge week again this week against the Bengals defense. That isn't very good. Uh, based off his price, he is a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. There's some higher-ranking ones that you could go with, but Matt Ryan's going to get the best bang for your buck. I think I think Matt Ryan is a good pick. Um especially against the Bengals defense. It's kind of been up a lot of points. Um, definitely right right in the middle if you're trying to stay even keel with all of your picks and not fluctuate too too much between the high and the lows. Definitely a good middle-of-the-pack guy to roster this week. Definitely. And, and he's got uh, some an emerging talent who we'll talk about later. Oh, huge, huge <laughs> matchup there. Yeah. Matchup and four. They just got talent across the board. They got Julio Jones – Calvin Ridley, Julio, Muhammad Sanu. Julio's done nothing now. What do you mean he's yeah. nothing? I mean, he had not, he had 19 targets in week one. Well, yeah, week <laughs> one. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, it, they're they're finding ways to get other people open in the red zone. And you know what? Eventually, they'll stop double-teaming him, and yeah. they'll get those targets. He opens up the field for the rest of the guys. Exactly. It'll it'll happen against the Packers in the playoffs. <laughs> Probably. That's Hopefully. what <laughs> All right, so next we got Ezekiel Elliott, running back for the Dallas Cowboys, facing the Detroit Lions. So for this one, the you know you have to look at the salary. You know it is a little high, but he is the fifth highest salary. So there are four guys above him, and the Detroit Lions are awful in the run defense. So Elliott has had two decent weeks the first two weeks, nothing crazy, and then last week he broke out. Over 100 yards, should have had a touchdown, but didn't realize that there's white there's a white part of the field that you can't step in. And so let's look for him to have a big week this week. Yeah, I would agree with Zeke having a pretty big week. Um, what's his price tag? 77700 Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, if you want to go high at the RBs and maybe middle of the pack – receivers he's definitely a good pick um out of the top guys um if you want to go lower than him i would consider jordan howard as well but i think zeke's definitely a, a guy that you should have if you're gonna um go go high at the rbs for sure yeah jordan howard's definitely one of those guys that you can look at he's playing the bucks he's had you know he had a touchdown last week he hasn't been great rushing the ball so far this year he's gotten a lot of carries but the yardage isn't there but he can play a major role in that offense against the Bucks this week too. Yeah, it's just just against the Bucks, I think anyone against the Bucks you can be happy with. Yeah, he's got a Jordan Howard's got a pretty high floor. He just gets the, he gets the work every week. He, yeah, he, he he doesn't get the fun stuff. He's the the bruiser back. 
Yeah. He needs to, you know, once he rips off a few. So it can be frustrating to take him in fantasy, especially because he's on my fantasy team. But, yeah, <laughs> got to keep sticking with him. He's eventually going <laughs> to let it go or get yeah. go. Yeah, for sure. I, I just think he's comparable to Zeke, but significantly cheaper this week. Um, but, I mean, Zeke, I think Zeke's going to get over 120 yards and a touchdown, maybe even two touchdowns this week. Yeah. That's what the the Lions defense is trash. I think I think the Cowboys might have seventeen points, and fourteen of them will be because of Zeke running the ball. For... Oh yeah, I don't know if they win. The Cowboys win that game. I don't even think so. No, but I do think Zeke's going to get his. Zeke will have a big day though. Well, yeah. Well, especially uh, what do you guys think about Detroit coming off that big upset over the Patriots? I think the Patriots are so down. Fired up. They're just so down right now that. You know, if you're going to beat them, now is the time to beat them and kind of bury them a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think the Lions are a decent team. I think week one was kind of uh, just not in their um, – An outlier? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's an outlier. I think the Jets came out fired up on defense especially. I mean, most of their points were off turnovers um, for the Jets. So, yeah. that, I mean – the Lions defense has actually stepped up a little bit, especially against Tom Brady last week. I mean, they couldn't move the ball more than 20 yards per drive, realistically. It was, uh, yeah. I think the Lions, they play at home, especially at home, are, are pretty tough to beat. And and then they got the running game going last week, for, finally. Yeah, Karen Johnson had a good game. I mean, I love to see the Lions suck, but, you know, it is what it is. I also think that the game against the Patriots, you got Patricia going against – Belichick, you need the Lions need a win to stop to not go zero and three, and the stats are out there. You can start zero and three in the NFL. Your season's pretty much done. Exactly, I agree. All right, so let's move on. Those are some good points. Uh, let's move on to Calvin Ridley going against the Bengals, coming off a huge week. He's turned into one of the top guys for the Falcons right now. He's going to get a lot of targets. He's had a lot of targets the last two weeks, especially. And, hey, look, he had a big game last week. He's going to most likely have a big game, I would say, this week. So, you know, it's in the it's in the cards for him to have a huge point-wise day. Yeah, I mean, Calvin Ridley's definitely a pretty good play. Um, I mean, the weapons they have, it's just there's no way since he can guard Julio, Ridley, Sanu, Hooper, and Coleman – I mean, there's just no way one of them's going to get open, and I think it's Ridley this week. I really yeah. do. And especially, uh, like we said before, you know, eventually Julio's going to get, you know, the double teams will stop on him. But until that happens, Ridley's going to get a lot of targets. I agree. I think I think it's going to be a shootout uh, this week. Since yeah, Atlanta. definitely. And I think Matt Ryan's going to throw three to three or four touchdowns yet again, and one of them's going to be to Calvin Ridley at least. So, yeah, he's going to big games all around for anybody on the Falcons. I would say, you know, these are just two we're outlining, but, yeah. you know, but anybody on the Falcons you could take and say, well, this is maybe besides the defense. So, yeah, besides the defense, I mean, I think Ridley's a pretty big bang for your buck there. I mean, uh, just pretty lethal in the red zone. I mean, almost almost just as talented as Julio, just not as experienced yet. I yeah. really think he has the raw talent to be the next Julio. 
and they'll be side by side for at least the next four years. Which is yeah, he's great. gonna he's gonna blow up. Yep, be awesome. I'm looking at Ridley's uh, draft profile. I'm just looking at like his weaknesses at coming coming into the draft. They say too easily impeded by contact. Routes can be redirected by quality bump and run talent. Uh, had 20 drops over three seasons. Scouts question his toughness to catch in NFL traffic. And I think he's just already showing that that's all pretty inaccurate. Yeah, what do you think? That's, there's a difference between projectability and what actually happens. Yeah. I mean, Calvin Ridley, I think he is a he's a generational talent. I mean – you know the fact that the Falcons were able to snag him is huge for their for their offense. I mean, they he's eventually he's, I would say by next year he's the number one receiver. I mean, yeah, obviously it's hard to bump out Julio, but he's up yeah. talent wise. You know he gets a, it's compared compared to Marvin Harrison here. Oh, that's crazy. That's a wow. That's a pretty big comparison. <laughs> yeah. Holy wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Hopefully, he doesn't open. You never see that. Hopefully, he doesn't open any car washes anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it legal, Calvin Ridley. All right, so moving on to Tyler Boyd on the other side in this game against the Falcons. So, so this pick right here, right? Week two against the Ravens, he had a big day, right? He kind of that was kind of his breakout game. Last week, another big game. Um, Saw two big catches and touchdown after AJ Green went down in the third quarter. So and still, you know, AJ Green's still kind of questionable this week. If you see AJ Green out, Boyd's going to be the number one receiver, and he's going to get, I would say, all but basically all the targets because that team is kind of, you know, there's really nothing going on there. Bernard's also questionable as a running back, so we'll see what goes on there. Uh, but he's going to have a big game, I think, especially the Falcons' defense is kind of each week another player goes down. So, wait for him to have a big game. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, you know, when we were talking about Ridley and Matt, Matt Ryan, I think it's going to be a shootout, in, you know, in this game. Um, I think A.J. Green is going to play, but he's going to play more of a, de- a decoy role this week. I don't, know, yeah. I, I don't know what you think about that. Yeah, I mean, I can't see if A.J. Green – I mean, a groin injury is kind of one of those things for a receiver that, you know, if you can kind of tough it, you're still at like 60%. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't know what he's going to be. He might get a few catches. And especially even if they do – say they do go after Boyd and say, oh, he's going to be the guy who's getting a lot of targets. A.J. Green, all it's going to take is one big catch, and they're all back right back on him. Exactly, exactly. A.J. Green is a, a player that just draws defenders, and the Falcons are already down their, both of their safeties. I think stuff is going to be over the top for Boyd and Green this week. Even John Ross, honestly. I think John Ross might have a couple grabs. Yeah, if he catches them. Uh, if he catches it, yeah. yeah. But he's, I been think kind of, he's been kind of disappointed. He'll get open over the top, I really do. Um, but I think Boyd is the – like he's the next red zone threat that they have. Um, Eifert's been a little weak this year so far. Yeah, yeah, and a contract year too. Yeah, which is really disappointing. He's a you know injury injury barring player, and uh, it's a little disappointing. Um, but I think Ty Boyd is going to get open a lot, and I think he's going to get the ball a lot, maybe ten targets. Yeah, definitely. And it's also good to point out that those two guys, Boyd and Ridley, you know they are playing in the same game, so you really don't want the defenses in this game, but. 
know, they're two guys that are very low cost and could put up huge points this week. Yeah. And let me just tell you, I love this guy. Not only because of his first name, but I just watched him, watching him last year. Uh, I just knew he had the talent. Uh, I'm just, a, I'm just a stud uh, NFL evaluator. <laughs> so, um, no, but he came out of the University of Pittsburgh, second round pick in 2016. He definitely has the talent, and now he's getting the opportunity. So I just, I just think this is a good pick. Yeah, he's, it's, he's gonna have a big day. Yeah, I, I just think he's finally becoming, you know, better at wide receiver and developing more. Um, his first two seasons, he was just sort of there. And now you're seeing he's getting upwards of eight to ten targets each week um, alongside A.J. Green. And uh, that's a pretty big offensive uh, threat right there. Yeah. Big time. Oh, yeah. So let's move on to the Philly special, the star of the, the – un- Unheralded star of the Philly special. We gotta season. throw in that Eagles, huh? No more. Trey Burton. I gotta wrap. I gotta wrap it for Morris when he's not here. So, um, Trey Burton. Let's move on to him against the Bucks. You guys were talking about the Bucks defense. Yeah, love it. Any game the Bucks are gonna play this year is gonna be a shootout, uh, especially with Fitzpatrick at QB. Uh, the tight ends. You know, this week there weren't. You no, know, Jimmy Graham was a questionable, and even him, he's getting targets, he's getting catches, but you know he's not getting touchdowns, he's not getting your points. Trey Burton is one of those guys. He's gone up in yardage each week, gone up in catches each week. Look for him to have. I wouldn't say a big game, but he'll get you points at the tight end position this week. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think I have Burton on my list right now. That. Uh in the classic mode for DraftKings. Uh, I mean, 3900 for him is a steal. Absolutely a steal this week. Yeah. I mean, come on. He saves you. It, paying him 3900 can, you know, sneaky win with somebody upwards of Keenan Allen this week at the flex or at wide receiver. Like, he's going to save you a bunch of money, put elsewhere, get a top player somewhere else. And, I mean, I think he's due for an absolute breakout game. He's number one tight end material, pass catching material. I think he's going to have a really good game against the Bucs. Yeah, and he is, you know, like we said, you said uh, the Philly special last year. So he can line up in other positions, you know, mm-hmm. tight end. You know, this is major, like his primary position. But don't be surprised if, you know, eventually you see him out the backfield at some point. You see him doing all different sorts of stuff. You're a Florida fan, though. He was. You know. he was he's a Swiss Army knife. He was a great player for Florida. I mean, if you also if you look uh, Monday night, Vance McDonald for Pittsburgh had a hell of a day yeah. against uh, the Bucks. Yeah, you know, in Tampa, big crowd. Vance McDonald just sh- was shoving people out of the way. <laughs> he had what five targets, maybe six targets. I yeah, think I think Burton gets I think that. I think Burton gets that a touchdown. I think he's gonna have a good day. Yeah, and the only the only thing we talked about a little bit last week too. Was is Mr. Trubisky? Is he going to be? Is like is he ready to take that step and put games away? And he's, yeah. got, he's got all these weapons, and he just can't seem to do it. We we got to see him off script, be at least above average. I don't, you know, we have not seen him be above average in the fourth quarter or the late third quarter yet. You know, in, yeah. So I think it's time that he needs to step up. I think this is the week he can feel comfortable and attempt to do that. Maybe, you know, confide in his tight end 
throw jump balls at Allen Robinson. I mean, the guy is a freak, you know. I mean, get him the ball at least 10 times a game, and, and good things will happen. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with all that. You know, they got to get Robinson a touchdown. They got to get him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was yeah. hoping last week was the week. Oh, us, me too, me too. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean. So, is there any other picks you guys like this week? Anyone that we didn't mention? Uh, let's see. I got Sterling Shepard. Pretty- yeah. Oh, I would say. I heard that name already this week. Yeah. There- we had a we had a little Pat Shermer interview on the Mike Francesa show yesterday, <laughs> and uh, so what he was saying was that Odell could be a guy that you use almost as like a decoy this week because he's going to get a lot of coverage by the Saints. So look for Sterling Shepard. He kind of had a little big game last week, so look for him to get more targets this week. The only question with Shepard is when he catches the ball, can he get yards after the catch? And he gets some yak. Because that's the one thing he's not good with right now. Yeah, I mean, he's got explosive speed. Um, but sometimes he just, like you said, he's kind of catching out of bounds type of guy. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, hopefully we can get him, the Giants can get him in the middle of the field, you know, more often, you know, maybe some seam routes, some crossing routes, and get him, you know, with, within space and use him like that. You know, I think he's an explosive player. Yeah, and it's really it's a real shame to see that you know because he could be a valuable part of that Giants offense if he can just get it together. Yeah, you know, and he was hurt last year, uh, but he's gotta he's gotta have bigger games, and if the Giants want to do anything this year, I mean a, a big part of him his lack of production is also Evan Ingram being an absolute monster. That is true, but now he's now he's out. He's out for at least this week. I would say at least maybe two to three weeks. He's going to be sidelined. That's Shepard's time to shine and you know get six, seven targets, three, four, five catches. You know, and put up some yards. I mean, he's got to step up for the Giants. They're one and two. Um, You know, they they need Shepard to be a weapon. And there's a week that there's gonna if there's a week to do it, it's going to be this week against that Saints defense. Exactly. I mean, they let they let Matt Ryan just tear them up. They, oh. The Browns put points on them. I mean, you know, they're suspect. They're suspect. If the Browns had a kicker, they went that game. They had a shootout with the Bucks, killed everybody in survivor pools, and now, and now they go up against the Giants team, where you know they didn't look too bad against the Texans. You know, they're not. You know, the Giants, everybody was expecting this year, but they looked a lot better last week. I, I think the Giants can put up points. I, I think they definitely can if their offensive line just holds up. I mean, yeah. you know, they substituted out Eric Flowers last week. I forgot who they, they named the guy they put in, but obviously he had a decent week, you know. I mean, they were able to get points up on J.J. Watt in that defense. Yeah, uh, although J.J. did have three sacks. He did have three three sacks, but <laughs> I mean they were still able to stop that D line enough to score what they score, twenty nine points. Yeah, I believe so. And yeah, so. Eli, Eli went twenty five for twenty nine passing. So if he could do that, I mean they are uh, they're pretty dangerous, you know. Uh, their defense is kind of good too, you know. I think they can muscle up a couple wins, muscle out a couple wins, and end up being in the eight eight nine seven talks in the NFC East right now. That's you know, 
suspect. I mean, the NFC East is going to be – I don't think any team is winning more than 10 games. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I would say it's going to be – I think I think 10 or 11 wins might win that division. Yeah. Definitely. You guys want to talk defenses real quick? Defenses? Let's see. What have we got? We got – Jacksonville against the Jets, um, the Chargers against the Niners without Jimmy Garoppolo. Those are my two plays. And, you know, for defense, man, it just, you know, you're spending $1,000 less on average than all the other positions. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, pick a top two defense that's there. I don't see why you should stretch out and pick pick anybody else. Yeah. Yeah, the the defenses are – you know, like we saw last week, we all said Vikings lock, lock it in. The Bills aren't. That was a killer. That was that just stunned everyone. Oh yeah, the, the Bills aren't going to do anything, and all of a sudden, the Bills just absolutely rip apart the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I think the Jags are a lock every single week. I, I don't think there's a reason to not play them at any point. Yeah, but then you also have to think, you know. That defense can hold up. That offense needs to get going. Absolutely, yeah. Their offense needs to. Uh, I mean, come on, six points against the Titans. I mean, that game was no one moved the football whatsoever. That was pretty yeah. miserable. And you can't keep putting your defense on the field. I know it's an elite defense, but you got to give them a break. Exactly. Yeah. Get some first downs at least. I think. I think Fournette should be back this week. Uh, that should help out Oops. the defense a little bit. Yeah, ball I, I believe he's ready to to come back this week. Yeah, and I think he could have came back last week, but they're being precautionary about it, which is smart. I mean, he's your franchise running back right now, and I think he's an absolute animal. So uh, I think once he gets going, I mean, he's pretty hard to stop. Um, I think he can, you know, run that the clock for a lot of games that they're going to be close with. I think they're going to be close in a lot of games. They're they're the better bears, honestly. Yeah, even that they are. Even that Bears defense, I don't know if I believe in them yet. Uh, come on, I, I have the hometown buy. Look, you got Khalil Mack. I understand it, but I just don't. I I'm just don't know if I'm. Changes. I just don't know if I'm ready to believe in their that Bears defense. I you don't give up two first round picks for nothing, dude. Yeah, but that's Khalil Mack. No, that's. One guy right now, and he's having a monster year. Yes, one but... guy, and he's got like four fumble recoveries. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, like I said, he's having a monster year so far. But I don't know if I'm ready to trust that Bears defense. Yeah, I understand. The secondary is a little questionable. Uh, yeah, um, secondary is all right. Uh, Prince Prince Mukamore is is pretty good, um, but he he got banged up last week. So we'll see where he's at this week. Um, but I don't know. I think I think the Bears are definitely a tough team to beat. Like you can't just walk into Chicago and expect a victory. That's just not. Happen. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely true. Any team, I don't think any team can walk. I don't even think the Saints could walk in and be like, "Yeah, we'll drop forty because I don't think it's happening. Yeah, you know, their 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 front seven is is tough, very tough. So all right, well, uh, so we doing? Let's get a little predictions here. Sure. So let's see. Let's go to Tino. Now that you know, first week on the podcast. What do you expect from the Jets this week? Wow, putting my team up first, huh? 
Uh, I usually get Eagles talk for with Morris and O'Shea here, so I need something. Yeah. Other than... I'm, I'm not I'm not the type of Jets fan that's going to boast or anything yet. You know, we got Sammy D. Uh, hopefully, Sammy the Savior. But uh, I think it, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I don't think the Jags' offense is actually going to move the football like um, they expect to. I think the Jets actually have a uh, pretty solid defense. Um, Jamal Adams is a beast. Uh, Leonard Williams is a beast. Um, Marcus May might be back this week. Uh, so I'm thinking, thinking 14, 14-10 maybe. Jags. I think the Jags are going to pull it out. Um, tough, which is tough for, as a Jets fan, but I think they're going to pull it out. That game is in Jacksonville or at MetLife? That game is uh, at MetLife, I want to say. Actually, no, it should be in Jacksonville. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough one. Oh, yeah, it makes sense. I believe the Giants are home this week. That's right. Yeah, because the Jets played them um, at home last year, and that was a good game. That was actually a high-scoring game from what I remember. Jets won that. Yeah, they did win that. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll be a flashback of last year. Maybe Bilal Powell will have that 80-yard touchdown like he had last year against them. <laughs> I, would lo- I would love that for my fantasy team this week. Yeah. Today. I mean, he's he's a solid he's a solid guy. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game within within three four points. Uh, I don't know what the spread is on that game. No idea. No, I'm not sure. I haven't yet. Probably close to a touchdown. I would say maybe. All right, O'Shea. What do you want? You want me to go, or you want you to go? Let me just talk a little bit about the Eagles. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we're going against a Titans team that had to start Blaine Gabbard, who got concussed. And now they're going to have to go with Mariota, who can barely throw the ball. Uh, I expect a big game from Nigel Bradham, who was suspended for the first game of the season, didn't get a really warm welcome when he got back because we kind of crapped the bed against uh, the Bucks. But um, I expect a bit – I want to see a big game from the linebackers, Jordan Hicks and Nigel Bradham especially. And uh, – I want to see Wentz slinging around like he was last season. So hopefully I see both of those things this week. That will make me very happy, even if it's a closer game. Uh, that's what I want to see. So let's talk Packers. Well, first I want to throw it out to Morris real quick. This is what his prediction would be because he is going to the game. His prediction would be Eagles about 50, <laughs> Titans like seven, Carson Wentz 400 yards, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar, pretty much like 300 yards receiving, you know. So that would be Morris' prediction. <laughs> On to the Packers. Oh, man. I think they win. I don't think the Bills can repeat what they did last week. Uh, if Jimmy Graham, you know, he's been out of practice, but if he can play, I think he plays a pivotal role this week. It's the defense. This defense is just crap right now. Wilkerson's out. Uh, Breland should bring a little bit of, of help to the cornerbacks, but even that, Jair Alexander is a stud so far, but even him, you know, he's a rookie. Josh Jackson, another rookie. Clinton Dix having a great season so far, but they need to step it up. And hopefully Matthews doesn't get killed with a roughing the passer this week. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that to be brought up. I mean – the first one, week one, when he gets it, when against the Bears, that's a rough in the passer. I understand that. Week two, I couldn't believe it. Cost us the game. Last week, 
I pretty much was ready as I was watching the game on my computer. I was ready to just throw it out the window. I could not believe that was called. Uh, I would have to agree. I mean, I, I, for some reason, I like the Packers a little bit. Uh, I root, I root for, uh, I root for Clay Matthews. I think he's a hell of a player. And uh, man, that call is tough. Oh, he just, was... he simply tackled him, which is, which is the worst. I, I get when they call it when they let go of the ball. But Alex Smith still had the ball, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> come on. That's a legitimate tackle. Like, I don't understand what else he's supposed to do there. And what else I don't see is they don't call it against the, the Redskins <clears throat> Rodgers. And that was, you know, by the rule, that's a rough and a passer on. I forgot who, who it was who made the sack. But picked him up, body slammed Rodgers. I don't know how that's not called. But going back to this week, big week for the Packers. I'm going to say – 31-14 Packers this week. 31-14. All right, I can maybe get with that. I don't – I think if the Bills' defense comes out like they did last week, they can they can hold them to uh, 24. That's the thing. I don't think the floor. they – That's the floor. I don't think they can repeat it. Yeah, nah, I don't know. But uh, we'll see what Josh Allen can do against that uh, lackluster. Oh man, if he if he's gonna be hurdling guys, be hurdling man. all Clay Matthews. If he can, if if Josh <laughs> Allen throws the ball and he's either gonna get picked off five times or he's gonna have seven touchdowns, it's gonna be one or the other. I just feel it. I I, I think when he plays a lesser team, I think he's a sneaky, sneaky, sneaky fancy play. I mean. Simply because of the volume and how many passes he has the potential to be throwing in a game. They're, yeah. they're going to be down in a lot of football games. He, he's going to, and he has a great arm. He's going to throw upwards of forty to fifty times. Yeah, very good point. What we got for tomorrow? Vikings Rams. That's a good game. I can't yeah. watch that. It'll be a good game, but it's a th- also keep in mind it's a Thursday night game, so the players are on short rest, and it might not be everyone at a hundred percent. But yeah, I think the Rams are right now a touchdown, you know, seven point favorite. Uh, you know, I'd say I'm looking for the Rams to cover that. I think they win this game by yeah. probably definitely ten points. I would say maybe even two touchdowns, fourteen points. So. I think I think the Rams are going to light it up. I mean, I, I, I literally I think they're going to demolish the Vikings. I mean, their offense is unbelievable. I I really just don't see any team stopping it. I really don't. Yeah, I would challenge to do it then. Jared Goff. Goff's, I mean, Goff slinging it. I mean, I, they're just girly, just running over people. I mean, he's un- they're unbelievable. I really, I mean, Robert Woods is roughly their second receiver. Some people view him as the number one. I don't even know. They kind of all get the ball the same amount. Yeah. I put up 29 fantasy points last week. 30 fantasy points. So, I mean. It's going to be something else with, I mean, like you said, Cup gets, Cup gets a lot of passes. Uh, Woods gets a lot of passes. Gurley gets a lot of touches and a lot of passes. Yeah, and uh, what's his name? Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cook. He's lightning fast. They're all lightning fast. It's just wow. It's it's just I don't know, man. I I really think they're unstoppable. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think just so much talent across the board, even on the defense. The only way the Vikings win this game is if they don't, you know, they stick with them for a while. I I think if the Rams come down and they score their first two possessions and the Vikings score 
don't score or score on one possession, it's going to be a long night. I mean, also, what's going on with uh, with Everson Griffin? Didn't he, didn't he get evaluated at a mental hospital or something? Oh, uh, yeah. Days? I don't know all the speculation around that. I don't really want yeah, to I don't, speak oh. on that if it's a little controversial, but pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's also a vital part of their defense, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Not kidding. So, I don't know. I just I just don't think the defense is where it needs to be right now. No. I think they can get there. Don't get me wrong. Um, but right now, with the way Goff is slinging the ball and the receivers are – the receivers even carry the ball for the – for the Rams and along early. I just think their offense is lethal. Especially coming off an upset like that, of that magnitude, all your fans are like just in shock. And you got to bounce back and come and play a Thursday night game against the hottest team, one of the hottest teams in football. Yeah. Like I said, such a tough spot. Yeah. But I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to watch the Rams' offense tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. National TV, first time on Fox. Yep. So, should be a good one. Yeah, definitely. All right, fellas. Well, this was a really solid podcast, given the absence of our star co-host, Chris Morris. Chris Morris. Oh, God. Chris Morris, uh, RIP, IP. I mean – we wish him the best in his recovery from Lockjaw. It was nice not to hear a lot of Eagles talk tonight, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I, oh, I do have I have one thing before before uh this podcast ends. I, yeah, go ahead. I think the Texans are gonna get their first dub this week and I think they're gonna win Ooh. two to three games in a row. I think the Texans are gonna come back and pretty strong right here. Uh, I hope so, man. I really, I, I put all my eggs in their basket this year with fantasy football. And <laughs> it's just, it's not paying off. No. Uh, yeah, I, I think Lamar Miller is going to have a very good week against that lackluster uh, run defense from the Colts, and uh, I think Deshaun Watson's going to turn. Up. Yeah, I'm excited here. I'm excited for it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I love Deshaun Watson, dude. He hasn't he hasn't been living up to the hype, but let's. Yeah, let's look for him to start tearing it up a little bit. Yeah, I want, I want him Get into a rest next week. I want him. I want him to break out against Indy, right? They got Indianapolis, Dallas, Buffalo. The That's three games. Week. That's very three easy. Three. Yeah. three and three after the next three weeks. Yeah, if you're definitely. in Survivor Pool, people, there's your upset right there. Right there. All right, fellas. Well, any any last minute things you want to toss in before we wrap this up go or is that it go pack go that's all i got Tony michelle big week as well look for good call michelle. good call head's gone it's just Tony michelle and james white Tony michelle is going to turn it up to turn it up as well um, i'm here for it as well and a, and a bounce back week for the patriots exactly. i'm here for a bounce back week for the patriots as much as i dislike them i think when they're good the nfl is good can't bet against bill oh never Never. Yeah, we see that every year. You can't do that. <laughs> exactly. They always have a rough September, but uh, <laughs> I, th- I think they'll turn it up again. Rough September equals Super Bowl. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, fellas. Well, really solid work tonight. Remember, if you're still listening, which hopefully you are, that we, c- we bring you every week the under-the-radar picks, sneaky plays for DraftKings to help you win that money. So with that being said, let's get this money this week. Let's get it.
We wish you the best. Have a great weekend. Go, go get that money, boys and girls. This podcast was brought to you by JokerMag.com, the place for unique viewpoints, powerful life lessons, and inspirational underdog stories.